my friends, and welcome to the Empowering Her podcast. I'm Melody, and uh, we have another great topic coming at you today, all about how our words hold energy, and there are certain words we can adopt and certain words we can just stop using altogether to really increase our personal power. So thank you for joining me. I'm going to start with a listener review. These listener reviews light me up. So thank you. Thank you for leaving them. If you haven't done so already, just hit the reviews tab in your podcast app and share your thoughts on the Empowering Her podcast and the time that we get to spend together. So this listener review is from Gray Graham. She says, motivating and uplifting. That's the title of her Uh, review. Melody has so much to offer and any chance I get to listen to her live talks on her Facebook page and Instagram are great. And now I'm happy to listen to her podcasts. She has a wonderful and open heart and welcomes everyone into her inner circle. Listening to her is an opportunity to pay what you have learned forward in the same warm and loving spirit. This is so beautiful, Gray Graham. Thank you so much. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. I'm blushing over here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So I'm going to dive right into what we are talking about today. I want you to know, and I think you already really know this, but once we tune into it, I think we can change things up for ourselves and just take our power back with the words that we use. So every word we speak carries with it a certain energy. And that literally has the power to, to, to create our experiences in the world. So we are literally with our words communicating to ourselves because we're talking to ourselves, remember, on the daily, on the regular, and we're talking to others. And it communicates our integrity and what we hold value for. And as with all things, we get to choose the phrases that we want to use that keep us elevated and the phrases that we want to leave behind that actually keep us small. So I invite you in this episode to really listen to some of the phrases that I'm offering you to get rid of for personal power and ask yourself, what have you been communicating with your words up until now and how are you ready to shift that? So consider removing some of these phrases from your vocab and um, let's create a more empowering dialogue and a more empowering experience when we chat with other people and when we're chatting with ourselves. So as you read the sentences, as you hear the sentences and like write these down for yourself and perhaps give a reframe, like that's what my action step is for you today. Write them down, hear me say them, write them down, hear me say them. It's repetitive action that literally helps you to change something up and reframe what it is that we're talking about here in a way that just feels better. You want to give energy with the words that you use, with the conversations that you have. You don't want to take energy away, okay? So the first thing is I want to discuss the power of I am. I think I am, those two words together are two of the most powerful words in the English language, in any language really, because those words create our reality. So what do you typically say after the words I am? I am strong. I am beautiful. I am valuable. Or are you saying things that are keeping you stuck? Are you saying things that 
um, are making you feel less energetic. I am tired. I am so over this. I am what? Fill in the blanks. What do you find yourself saying after the words, I am? And how do they support the life that you are trying to create? So the next time you say, I am, you know you're going to think about this podcast episode and you're going to ask yourself, is what I'm saying keeping me small or is what I'm saying fueling me and making me feel good? Okay. Next is negative versus positive affirmations. So we've all heard about positive affirmations, right? saying the things that you wish to create in the world. I am living my best life. I am a, I am a magnet for abundance. I manifest my life on the regular. Positive affirmations are beautiful, but what we don't realize is so often we are using negative affirmations, right? If we're disappointed in ourselves, oh my God, I totally suck. That is a negative affirmation. So we need to get into the habit of recognizing when we're using negative affirmations to create our daily vibe and how we can reframe those negative affirmations into something a little more positive, into something that makes us feel a little bit better. Remember, when you speak, you're listening, okay? You're the first person that's listening. And when you speak, the young people in your life are listening. You are literally creating their reality with the words that you use, not only to describe yourself, but to describe the world around you. So what are you going to choose? Are you going to choose the positive affirmations or are you going to continue using those negative affirmations? I know you and I know if you're here, you're ready to up level and I know that you're going to catch yourself when you're using negative affirmations from now on and you're going to transform them. All right. Another phrase that we all use that we don't even realize how disempowering it is, it's not fair. It's not fair. Have you said that lately? You know, when we say it's not fair, we're literally using this phrase to point fingers at the outside world. And my goal here in this podcast is to remind you that the responsibility lies within. So when you can accept responsibility for your choices and move forward with the new information that is now available to you, uh, you can be a better like human instead of being like, it's not fair, it's his fault, it's her fault, it's this situation's fault. You can look within and say, okay, where can I take responsibility and how can I move forward differently? It's not fair and placing blame keeps you stagnant. It'll keep you stagnant. It'll block your growth. It'll just like keep you keep you not growing. And, and I know that's not what we want. So let's remove it's not fair from our vocabulary. Next is whatever, whatever. <laughs> I feel like using this word conveys that you simply don't care, right? Like someone says something and you say whatever. Uh, you're kind of dismissing what someone has said to you or a situation at hand and Again, disempowering language. How can you shake up whatever? How can you just eliminate it? How can you actually call out the feelings that you're feeling instead of saying whatever and dismissing the feelings and burying them only for them to rise up again in the heat of something, in the heat of anger, right? We need to deal with our feelings. And I think that whatever just moves it aside for the time being. 
All right, so here's one. Here's one. I catch myself using this all the time. I don't say it out loud often, but I say it in my head and I really catch myself. Like, that's the great thing about this work. You catch yourself. Am I always able to transform it? No, but I'm always working on it. I'm always aware and working on it. Uh, why me? Why me? Right? Things happen and you're like, why me? These words will keep us stuck in victim mentality. So instead of making us feel like we have influence over a given situation, we are kind of feeling like, ah, oh, why me? It happened again. So sometimes we just need to accept the reality of a circumstance and find a way to grow from it. When we can do that, we're set on the right path. You've heard me say this before. It's a roomy quote. Live life as if everything is rigged in your favor. When you say, why me, you are questioning um, that. You're questioning that everything is actually working for you or instead of happening to you. So let's get rid of why me. It just keeps us in victim mentality. All right. I love this one. I love this one. Someday. Someday. Um, Someday is not a day that's actually on the calendar. Right, And so if you really want to do something, time is of the essence. Get deliberate about your words. Get deliberate about your timeline. So stop dreaming about someday. Someday will never come unless you make someday today. Um, If you've been in any of our master classes or done any of our Girl Life trainings, you know we talk about this a lot. It's like taking aligned inspired, messy action. So many of us say someday because of imposter syndrome and perfection paralysis, and we don't get anywhere, right? Someday never ever comes unless we give life to someday and make it one day. All right. How about, but what if, but what if, have you ever like been like, I'm going to do this. And then all of a sudden, a second later, you're like, but what if, da, 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 da. what if this happens? What if that happens? What if all the stars don't align? I think that what if plants seeds of doubt and worry of your desired outcome. You make, by saying, but what if, you're taking what you want out of the realm of possibility. And I know that you're more powerful than that. Um, we, when we say, but what if, we're looking at all the reasons why something won't work. So eliminate, but what if, eliminate it. And if you want to say, but, but what if, I invite you to say something positive, right? Remember positive versus negative affirmations. If you really want to say, what if, I want you to say, what if I thrive? What if this project is everything I wish for it to be? Like use what if in a positive way, Okay. Do we have a deal on that? Okay, good. All right, impossible. So this word just blocks your creativity. It blocks you from finding a way something works. Shout out to my dad for this quote. He always says, impossible is impossible. And I love to say it the way he says it in his beautiful Persian accent. Impossible is impossible. This is what he always says. And I grew up with this mantra and sometimes I wanted to just like scream and run out of the house when he said it because I was like, no, there is no way of making this possible. But deep in my heart, I knew that he was right. If we look at the world and believe that impossible is impossible, we are always going to get creative about solutions and finding a way to make something work, finding a way to learn from the ways that it didn't work. Okay. 
All right, I have a few more. Um, I don't know which one I want to share first. I mean, you've all heard me say this, should. Stop shoulding on yourself. When we use the word should, it usually identifies that something that someone else says or thinks is something that we're deciding to do for our own lives. It's not like a choice. It's not our personal choice. It's what we feel we should do, right? I should... uh, I should work more hours in the day. I should spend more time with that friend of mine who I don't actually want to spend time with. You know, like should. Should is actually quite disempowering. Um, it makes us feel out of control. I want you to ask yourself the next time you word sh- you use the word should, are you actually carrying out something that is your own wish or are you carrying out the wish of somebody else? And instead, use words that are more intentional, like I want to, or I'm going to, or I could do this, making it feel like it's a possibility if I should choose for it to be, right? If I'm choosing the possibility, but you're putting the power back in your own hands instead of using the word should and carrying out everybody else's agenda. All right, so how about this one? I'll try. I'll try. I'll try, but I can't make any promises. Have you ever said that? How does it feel to be on the receiving end of I'll try? To me, it feels like the person's telling me, I'm probably not going to do what I'm telling you I'm going to do. I'm just like telling you right now, I'm probably not doing it. <laughs> okay. It conveys indecisiveness and it, it conveys making it okay to fail without actually putting in an effort. So, Often when we say, I'll try, we aren't truly planning on following through. So catch yourself when you say, I'll try. And notice when other other people say, I'll try, how that makes you feel. Um, Another one that I want to share with you guys is, I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. Again, I I don't care is kind of like whatever. Nobody wants to waste time on someone who simply doesn't care, right? When someone says, I don't care to you, Do you feel like they're putting in a valuable effort? Chances are that you do care and that this is actually a defense mechanism that you're using to deflect. You're deflecting from your true feelings. So stop saying I don't care unless you really don't care and you're trying to affirm that. Um, Be intentional. Be intentional. And one other, I'm going to leave you with one last phrase that we all use that I think we can also transform. We say I'm busy. We say I'm busy. If, if somebody wants to hang out, I'm busy. If you know there are things that we don't actually want to do, we say I'm busy. When in, in effect, nobody is too busy. Like I'm just going to put that out there right now. We, are, we get to choose how we spend our time. We get to choose where we allocate time for different things in our lives. And often we say I'm busy when we're trying to say that we don't want to do something. And instead, you could say, I'm actually choosing to work at that time. Like, I'll be very honest. I get this a lot. Um, And if people are asking me to make plans, and um, I used to say I'm busy, and then they'd throw that right back at me. And they'd be like, oh, I know you're busy. You're busy. You can't do this and you can't do that. And the truth is, 
instead of saying I'm busy, what I really meant to say and say now is I'm actually going to choose to work at that time just because I've got a few projects and I'm really excited to dive into them. So I'm really taking responsibility instead of saying I'm busy. I'm, I'm saying what I'm choosing to do. I'm saying how I'm, I'm desiring to allocate my time. I just feel like I'm busy as a bit of a cop-out that doesn't really necessarily feel good for the person who's receiving it. And I actually just used a word that I'd like you to also eliminate, just, just. This tiny word minimizes whatever comes after it, and it makes us feel that our accomplishments are small and unworthy. And I literally just caught myself using it as I was sharing with you guys that I'm choosing to work. I, I'm just, if you like rewind this, you're going to hear that I said I'm just X, Y, Z. And I was minimizing what I was saying. So let's stop that. I still do it all the time. When we say just, we're making the words that come after it small and insignificant. And we don't want to do that. So I hope that a few of these words and phrases has have helped you to really tune in and get focused on the words you're using, how they shape your world, and how you get to change them up in every moment of every day. A few announcements before I sign off for the day. First and foremost, join us in our Facebook group. It's called The Business of Empowering Girls. That's where so much magic happens. It's like the after math of the conversations that we have here where you actually get to tune into what other women are sharing and like really have your own community, your own empowerment community. So join us. I also want to share that we have just announced an amazing bonus for the Girl Life Certification Program. It's offered for a limited time. Uh, It's a three bonus bundle where you get three new courses that I've just created. You get them for free when you sign up for the Girls Empowerment Girl Life Certification Program. Uh, One of them is called Women Taking the Lead. The other one is Heart-Centered Earning. And the final one is Building Heart-Centered Communities. All the things that I know will serve you in building out your girls' empowerment businesses. So if you have it on your heart, especially right now as we're going into the summer to really start running your own empowerment workshops to bring girls into safe spaces where they can feel seen, heard, and acknowledged and do it right away. Time is of the essence and these kids aren't in school right now and could really use the guidance of an empowered woman like yourself. Join us, get more information at www.getgirlpower.com. We would love, love, love to see you on the inside. And of course, if you have any questions about the program, reach out to me, melody at getgirlpower.com. Thank you guys for tuning in. I will catch you next week. Bye.